Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 592, recorded live on Sunday, April 14th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who is not caring about the Game of Thrones premiere tonight, Dave Pillay. Hey, hey. And the man who thinks he might have a copy of a George R.R. Martin book on his Kindle, Andy Lohi. That's Which how- is to say, you also don't care? <laughs> yes, no, I do not. Okay. I mean, I kind of care, because, like, it's what everyone's going to be talking about at work. It's what the, the country is kind of wrapped around at the moment. I'm not going to watch it, because I haven't watched any of them after the first season, because I just didn't. It's not that I didn't want to, it's just I didn't. And now, I'd have to watch seven seasons to catch up. Yeah, I remember uh, I was listening on the radio, and somebody had pointed out one of the topics there, it's like... If you if you wanted to catch up with Game of Thrones, you are out of luck because after this point, there are not enough hours left before the premiere for you to watch all the episodes to catch yourself up. And right. I'm like, wow, there there are like summaries like you can go to YouTube and say they're like there's Game of Thrones recaps. But yeah, no, I'm it's one of those things. Where it's like, you know what? I just never it was it's never was never in my wheelhouse. And so it just. I don't know. Yep. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I read the books. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. I've read all, like, all the release books, but the show is now, like, two books ahead. Because <laughs> the man will not sit down I mean, and, well, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Game of Thrones, yeah, nope. Whatevs. I mean, big deal. Like, it is a yeah. big deal. Like, I bet you anything, though, people at, people at where I work are not going to care about it. Really? I, I don't believe I've got anybody at my place that uh, watches Game of Thrones. You don't think anyone watches Game of Thrones at work? How many people are in the building, Andy? One, two, three, four, And of those 21 people, you don't think anyone watches? I will go around tomorrow, hopefully when all 21 are actually still in the building, because by about 10 o'clock, that number drops in like half. Okay. I will, uh, I will, I'll, I'll ask them to see if, um, yeah, if any of them paid attention to the Game of Thrones last night. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. Please do so. All right. I will, I will do that for you. I'll find out. I appreciate it. They'll probably, you know, I'll probably go up to them and be like, hey, did you watch Game of Thrones last night? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, oh. They're like, why? Oh, do you want to talk about it? Like, and I'll I be like, no, no, I don't care. Any of this. No, I'm, I mean, you might want to start with I'm conducting a survey. Ah, all right. I will do that. I will, I will, I will tell them I'm conducting a survey. I'm curious. Did you watch Game of Thrones last night? Yeah. We'll go for that. Oh, I'll start with that. All right. Did you uh, did you pay attention to the end of March Madness? Uh kinda. Not really. No. Ah, I picked Virginia, so I got that going for me at least. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who won the bracket? I got ninety-seven points, so I got twenty-fourth. Okay. And I do not see your name above me. I mean, my name is way down. I got a hundred and sixty-ninth. Oof. Which, I mean, yep. Yeah. My bracket was pretty well shot. 
you know, it was scary there for a bit, but I, you know, hey, top 25. Not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. Yeah. For, for me, it was um, the March 30 and 31st games, right? No, mm-hmm. it was the, the March 28th and 29th games. Ah. Uh, uh, I, th- that weekend, the 28th and 29th, I lost like every possible pick. And there were only eight, but of those eight, I lost six. Uh, out of the Elite Eight? No, getting to the Elite Eight. Oh, going, getting to, oh, out of those 16 so it's, games? So it's the eight games from the Sweet 16. Okay. I got one, two, three, four, five. Yep. My, my biggest fall was the fact that I was trying to bet against Duke and Michigan State, and they failed me by not failing. They they failed you by winning. Yes. You know what's really funny is that is the only. That's so that was our diametrically opposed section was the Duke and MSU section. Well, I mean, if you got everything but Duke and MSU, oh, you missed one other one. Who else did you miss? Um, I had picked uh, Iowa State to win. Stupid OSU taking out Iowa State in the first round. Okay. I yeah, I I was I was not good this year. Alas. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I year. I thought my I thought my my thing wasn't going to work this year, but I looked at the ESPN bracket. I was in the top 5% of the ESPN brackets. Nice. So, you know, I feel like my math works. It's just sometimes it works better than others. So, mm-hmm. I have a friend who now actually coaches for a a school. Oh. And he was very sad because it meant that he couldn't do a bracket. Oh yeah, no, that would Nope, that that would be bad. That could get you fired. Yeah. So, should we uh should we hit topics? Yeah, probably, maybe, probably. I suppose. I suppose. What do we got? Let's go to the topic list. I have to get through a lot of other windows that I built up while we were waiting to start. There we are. Topics. There's a fair amount of Tesla in here. We can just kick that off. Oh, hit all the hit all the Tesla and SpaceX news. Yep. All right. Well, let's start on the ground with the Tesla. Okay. Then let's start at the beginning with a Tesla factory. Yes. Because the uh, Giga Factory is getting in trouble. Looks like Panasonic, one of the investors for Tesla, has said, mm, "You guys aren't making us as much money as we thought you would be, so might pull out." Yeah. So that's that's not good. By the end of Panasonic's fiscal year, the company made a loss of more than 180 million mm-hmm. from battery production. So Tesla's comment to this was um you know we're we're both putting in money we get that it's not doing great yet but there's plenty of places we can improve and we're we're confident that this is going to work out we do believe there is far more output to be gained from improving existing production equipment than was previously estimated. We are seeing significant gains from upgrading existing lines to increase output, which allows Tesla and Panasonic to achieve the same output with less spent on new equipment purchases. Hmm. <coughs> this is still a giant building, though, man. The Gigafactory? Yeah. Yeah, it's enormous. <coughs> So, yeah, Panasonic wasn't making any money. They decided to pull out. Tesla's like, oh, no, we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. We, no we, I'm sure we'll be okay. Yeah, sure, we'll be fine. It's planning on buying Maxwell Technologies, though? Really? Sorry, I'm... Tesla is? Yeah. Like Maxwell House? Like... No, Maxwell Technologies, they, uh, they make, um, they make uh, automotive and utility batteries. 
Oh, okay. I I was unaware that they were planning on purchasing them. I was unaware they had the money to purchase them. Uh, The electric vehicle and battery company offered to buy a smaller battery technology company called Maxwell Technologies for $218 million. The company said that it expects to close the deal by second quarter of 19. Maxwell Technology works as with ultra capacitors. What is an ultra capacitor? Well, my guess is... Like, I know what a capacitor is, but... I'm guessing the ultra capacitor is just a big capacitor. Okay. Uh, well then. My guess is, yeah, it's probably just built there to suddenly, you know, if you need a sudden burst of power, like if you, you know, put your foot to the floor in a Tesla. I mean, that's that that's basically what a battery is. I, I a battery s- is it, essentially a capacitor. Yes, but you can still can only pull power out of a battery so fast. Otherwise, you know, the battery will start to get really hot really fast. That's true. So I'm guessing, yeah, the ultra capacitor will probably be put in front of the thing there, and the battery will keep the capacitor charged. And when you need a sudden dump of electricity, you can pull it from the capacitor and then, I guess, keep your battery safe from the sudden drain. Load. Yeah. Okay. I could, I could believe it. And so an ultra capacitor is just a really big capacitor. I guess so. It's all about the branding. <laughs> the, the branding of ultra capacitor. All right. So that's the Gigafactory, and mm-hmm. evidently a bonus topic of them buying Maxwell. What What about the things that come off the factory? Oh, the... Uh, well, the, off a different factory. Yes. I was like, the Gigafactory is just the batteries. Yeah. So then the batteries go, and they make the Model 3, and now you can lease a Tesla. Yes. But caveat is, it is not lease to own. You cannot... If you, if you lease your Model 3... Yeah. You do will not have the option to purchase the Model Three once the lease matures. Okay, is is that typical? Yeah, no, most of the time, if you have a lease, you, there most of the people you know have an option of lease to own. Where ah. after the lease is done, you have the ability to purchase the vehicle if you would like. Well, that's very nice of most places, and mm-hmm. evidently not Tesla. Nope, because. They are going to use the vehicles as part of their an- autonomous ride-hailing network. What? Yep. What? Mm-hmm. There's okay. going to be a Tesla, Tesla, basically a Tesla Uber, dubbed the Tesla, Tesla Network. So, I lease a Tesla. Yes. Long enough to cover the cost of purchase of like building the Tesla is is my my understanding, or perhaps not even like no. just enough to offset some of the cost. Basically, yeah, you're basically just renting the Tesla for two years to offset the cost of building it. Part of the cost, yes. And then Tesla will take it back, and th- their hope is that in two years they will have an autonomous network. Yeah. So they're claiming that they are two years out from an autonomous vehicle network. Yes. That seems a little far-fetched. No? I guess so. Like, does that not seem far-fetched to you? Yes, yes it does. The the concept that they would have ready to go an autonomous rideshare that I could download an app and click pick me up and a Tesla will come to me? Well, they already upgraded the uh, <clears throat> parking lot feature of the Tesla. That was in a, a recent over-the-air update. Okay. But, oh. like, legit? <laughs> That seems, uh, if if I had Tesla stock right now, and again, Andy and I are not financial advisors, I, this would, this would actually scare me away from it a little bit. Okay, so it's not two years. It's a 36-month lease. So three years. Three years, yes. Okay, but they still think they're going to have an autonomous vehicle network in three years. Yes. That still seems like a 10-year-out kind of thing. 
I don't know. We can do an aside on this. We can branch off the Tesla for a second because California is now allowing light duty autonomous trucks on their roads. Good for California. So, you know, there's things like that going on. Yeah, but at the same time, like, uh, shoot, what was the, hang on, I got to think of the, the article. Just in case you're wondering, the uh, if I put three thousand down, sorry, no, uh, four thousand two hundred thirty duet signing means I would have a lease payment of five hundred and thirty-five dollars a month for three years. For CEO releasing Jim the car. Hackett of Ford uh, publicly announced the company had overestimated the arrival of autonomous vehicles, that vehicles, when they did arrive, will be narrow, what we call geofence, because the problem is so complex. Ford has confirmed that they still plan to launch in 2021. I'm guessing they're going to be limited to, well, geez, I was going to say just to the highways, but <laughs> there was also a thing about Tesla's having problems on California highways around L.A. because they're just nuts. Yep. Which I, having driven on the highways in L.A. You can confirm. I can confirm. They're they nuts. They are nuts. It's like, you know what? I go around Detroit and I'm like, yeah, Detroit traffic's a little crazy. No, 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 no. Driving into L.A. during rush hour <laughs> was not our Why? smartest. Mo- because that's how, it, that's how it timed out. Why would you do that? Because we were trying to get Kyle into L.A. for his new job. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we, we ignored our original plan of sleeping and just basically gung-ho'd our way over there. Oh, Andy. Original plan was to, we uh, we were debating whether or not to drive through the Mojave Desert in the middle of the night or drive up to the Vegas. The answer is no. Yeah. So we, then we decided to drive up to Vegas, and we got up to Vegas, and we're like, do we really want to, you know, we drove down the Strip just because we could, and then we stopped and got gas, and we're like, okay, where do we want to crash? I was like, you know what? We're only like, you know, a couple hours away from L.A. We just, you know, just blast. Just keep going. Yeah, we can just keep going and, you know, get in there. No problem. And I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. We're already, you know, this close to the end. It's only a couple more hours. The only problem is we forgot to take into account L.A. traffic, the time change in L.A. traffic with rush hour starting at, you know, five and going till noon. Mm hmm. This is high on the list of bad ideas that yes. Andy has made. Yes, yes, <laughs> Okay, so Tesla's trying to lease Tesla cars in the hopes that they can offset the cost so that they can get the cars out and on the road. How much is the lease going to cost? Oh, uh, well, hold on. Let me just... Where did I just put that? Oh, I just closed that window, didn't I? All right, hold on. Let me go back to the Tesla webpage. Do, do, do. There are three options as well for... Um, Leasing, because uh, uh, you can pick ten thousand miles, twelve thousand miles, or fifteen thousand miles. After that, that car you, is good for that. Yes, afterward you'd have to pay extra if you go over your miles. So okay, so we'll do the three thousand down. Just sounds like even more added stress to the person who's leasing the car. We'd be like, I'd love to go visit you, Grandma, when you're in the hospital, but I can't because I've already reached my annual mileage limit. Okay, so 4,230 down, 535 a month for 36 months. 36 months plus 4230, 23,490. So you save 10,000 bucks, but you don't have. Uh, this is actually for the $36,000 car. Yeah. So you'd be okay, saving. So you save 13,000. Yes. 
But you don't have the car. You don't have the car. After three years, you have to give the car back. So you have paid for, let's see, 23490 divided by 36300 Two-thirds of the car? Yes, you've paid for two-thirds of the car, but you don't actually get the car after the three years. This sounds like a, not a great choice. Like, I guess there there are people who don't have the financial... I, I know there are people, I'm one of them, who don't have the financial means to buy a Tesla. But, like... Yes, but when you're like also a bad it, idea, it's kind of like, you know, versus, you know, renting an apartment versus buying a house. It's, you know, renting the right. apartment. Yes, you're going to pay. And, you know, once your once your lease is up, you have nothing to show for it. But the fact is, that, you know, if there's something wrong with your lease Tesla, Tesla is supposed to take care of it. So, like, if I get into an accident? Yes. Oh, I mm, accidents are depends on the lease. Right. Some of them I, I'd actually have to look at the lease. <laughs> stuff here and i don't want to have to dig through that but yeah no if the, if there's something that happens to the car then you know most likely if it's not your fault then most times the lease will just you know give you another car okay but it it depends but on like the, do you expect to have twelve thousand dollars worth of repairs required especially on a brand new tesla no right all right here's a here's another thought so people lease these teslas Okay. They have to return them after three years. Tesla goes and yeah. puts a new battery in them, which, according to another article I saw, um, Tesla Model 3 battery module replacements to cost 5K to 7K. Uh, so you put a new battery in the thing, and then they sell it as a used Tesla. And make even more money back? Yes. So you've leased it for, you know, you get your 26 grand out of it. You put seven, six grand back into it. So then you you know you've made twenty grand off of it, and then you sell it for you sell it as a used Tesla for half the cost, so fifteen grand, and then it, boom. Hmm. I don't know, maybe, maybe, or they come out with an autonomous vehicle <laughs> driver network <laughs> in three years. In three years, which by the way, like Uber is going to be pretty hardcore campaigning against that. Yeah, Uber, Waymo, Lyft, the taxi union. So um, NAB was this weekend out in Vegas. What is NAB? Uh, the National Association of Broadcasters, the big nationwide oh, cool. broadcasting conference. Why aren't you in Vegas? Uh, because I'm not a corporate level person in my company. Oh, that's unfortunate. Sorry. But, you know, I'm, I'm friends with many people who were there. And it seems that yeah. Lyft, because uh, people you know would take Lyft to and from the airport, um, Lyft was doing autonomous vehicles for everybody who showed up. Ooh, that's kind of cool. So also kind of scary. Well, they had, you know, people, you know, because they were still in the testing phase. So they still had a driver in there, but he was there just to, you know, not touch anything, not touch anything. So. Right. So, yeah, you could get a lease on a Model 3. Um, mm -hmm. You could also try and buy one online, but you cannot buy the thirty five thousand dollar model online anymore why not because tesla has pulled what it from happens? the web they've pulled it from the website but they why uh that seems weird yes hold on i'm looking at their uh thing there da -da -da -da. model three premium car blah 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 we're making some changes to online ordering to simplify vehicle choices and make autopilot more affordable all Tesla vehicles now come with autopilot bundled as a standard feature for less than the prior cost of the option. 
For example, the Model 3 Standard Plus used to cost $37,500 plus $3,000 for the autopilot. It now costs $39,500 with autopilot included. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Last quarter, we introduced two Model 3 variants with more competitive pricing than ever before, Standard and Standard Plus. Since then, Standard was the $35,000 one, the one that they had said, this car will cost $35,000. Right. Uh, so they had the standard and the standard plus. Since then, the standard plus has sold more than six times at the, the rate of the standard, far exceeding our expectations. Well, because the standard kept on getting delayed. Mm-hmm. So yes, if, if you're not, you know, if you're not making the standard and people want a car, you can be like, well, you know, if you just pay a little bit more, you can get the standard plus and you could get it, you know, this week rather than, you know, if you just pay another four and a half grand, you could get the standard plus. You know, right away, rather than waiting for the standard to show up. But but no. No. So, yeah, given the popularity of the standard plus relative to the standard, we've made the decision to simplify our production operations to better optimize cost, minimize complexity, and streamline operations. As a result, the Model 3 standard will now be a software-limited version of the standard plus, and we are taking it off the online ordering menu, which just means that to get it, customers will need to call us or visit any of the any one of the several hundred Tesla stores that are still open. Deliveries to Model 3 standards will begin this weekend. So if you still want the $35,000 one, you'll have to phone call or go to a store in order to get it, which means nobody's going to do it because I think Tesla stated that 87% or 78%, either way, it's a high number of their orders were online orders only. Damn. So they're just like stopping production on it, essentially. Yes. They ca- they finally came out in I think the end of February, saying, "Hey, the thirty five thousand dollar model is here." End of February, we got it within you know Elon Musk's promise of six months or something like that. Yeah, finally came out, and then and here we are in April, month and a half later, and it's now off the website. So where can you buy it if it's off the website? You have to go to a Tesla showcase or whatever they're called. The, the dealership that's not a dealership. Yes. And talk to a physical person. Yep. Or call up a physical person on the phone and ask for it as well. And you won't likely won't be able to customize it in the same way, right? Because they're not going to make it for you. You're only going to be able to buy the ones that exist like a traditional car company. I don't know. Let me... No, I can't even look online anymore because it's not there. So, Andy, what I need you to do... <laughs> I'm not going to go buy a Tesla. Okay. But you could at least ask... I don't even know where the heck the nearest Tesla dealership is in Michigan. Ohio. <laughs> the nearest Tesla dealership in Michigan? You don't have one, remember? Oh, yeah. I'm not Ohio. I Like, literally, your closest one is going to be in either Indiana or Ohio. Maybe Illinois. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so my uh, my brother pointed out why he thought the Model 3 was called the way it is. The Model 3? Yeah. Because if you go if you go to the text Tesla dot com website and you look at their uh-huh. inventory page at the top of the inventory page, there's the Model S, then the Model Three, then the Model X, then the Model Y, and then the Roadster. S three X Y. Yes. So so what is he? Is it is it something about T and three? Well, he's just saying that you know if you look at their website, it says sexy at the top subliminally. Really? Because it's S-E-X-Y? It's S-3-X-Y? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's a stretch. That That's a pretty big stretch. I don't know. Musk likes his little Easter eggs. Does he? How many Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy references did he put 
on that model or the model X that's flying around in space right now? It's like these guys, I thought just one. Excuse me. Whew. I thought just one. It just had don't panic on it. He also had a towel there too. Oh, did he throw in a towel? Yes. I do believe okay. there is a towel in the glove box that's or cute. the trunk, one of the two. So the po- the thought that just popped in my head All right. randomly was, okay. you know, I wonder like, who do I know who has a Tesla that I could say, like, can you take me for a quick ride just so I can see what it's like? And then my, my thought went, well, Judy has a Tesla. Anna Andy has doesn't... a Tesla Model 3 and an X, because I think Logan's Dang. got the X. Judy is. There's there's a Judy that I, I like, routinely am aware of, and that is Judy Faulkner, the CEO and founder of Epic. Oh. A.K.A. my boss's 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 boss. <laughs> aka one of the richest self-made women in the world she just traded her audi in for a tesla a couple months ago Mm. year ago probably a year ago yeah anna got her model 3 february 1st last year for her so cool yep she's out in milwaukee too right Mm -hmm. working for the children's hospital of wisconsin if i neat if memory serves me correct very neat uh i think that's almost it for tesla itself there's another one? I think that's it. But we, we also have SpaceX. Yes. Because evidently, Elon Musk just dominates this channel. <laughs> I, guys, they don't pay us. Honestly, they don't pay us. Wish they did. Wish they did. We would let you know. We'd be mm-hmm. like, this is paid by Tesla, just mm-hmm. so you know, like Elon Musk. But nope, I think we're too critical of them. We're not drinking the Kool-Aid? I'm not, are you? I'm not. No, as we sit there and go, really? You're going to pay for two-thirds of a Tesla and not be able to Right, like, this does not years? sound like a good thing. As I'm sitting here saying, like, I'm, I'm a little scared, and if I actually had Tesla stock right now, I'd probably be dumping it. Okay, what do you have about SpaceX? Well, the Falcon Heavy Block 5 debuted on a commercial mission. Block 5 is the latest generation of the Falcon rockets. These are the ones that, you know, can be reused forever and a day, basically. The the hope, the Block 5s can. Yes. That's the hope? Yes. The Block 5 is just, they make it once and they keep using it. Yes. Well, Um, I guess in this case they made it three times because they made a Falcon Heavy. Yes. And a Falcon Heavy is just three Falcon 9s strapped together. Basically, yes. There are some other modifications done so that the side boosters are always going to be falcon heavy side boosters you can't use a side booster as a falcon 9 falcon 9 but, but you yeah could it, use the, the central booster i think the central booster maybe please tell me they could just launch the central booster as a falcon 9 that would be hilarious because what that means is that any falcon 9 could be a falcon heavy just by attaching the two side boosters i feel like you'd have to do some extra things to get the falcon side boosters attached but that would just be the design of the Falcon 9, is that it, it is expandable. Oh, it is built with basically your little tabs to plug in the yeah. side boosters? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I should email somebody and be like, you know, I know that the side boosters can't be, but in the center? Media at SpaceX.com. <sighs> All right. I'm, I'm willing to bet. Let's go find out. Hang on. Oh, guessed it. Press inquiries to media at SpaceX.com. Wow. All right. I've got it. I've got the email open. Falcon. My co-host and I were having a debate. Block five. Question. 
<laughs> could the central booster of a Falcon Heavy Block 5 be launched purely as a Falcon 9? And as a follow-up, could any Falcon 9 be used as the central booster of a Falcon fi- of a Falcon Heavy? Yes. I will I will write that off once we're done. Cool. I don't want you just sitting here just listening to me type. But yes, so the um both of the uh, the side boosters landed once again almost simultaneously, which is just the most like incredible thing to watch. Yeah, and um, this time the central core landed on the on, a barge. Uh, on the on the drone ship. Yeah, which didn't happen during the last launch. So yeah, so the um, did they recover the fairing? They also yes they they did not use Mister Stevens, so they didn't use Aww. the. The try and catch it in a net option <laughs> method, <laughs> which what, every time what I did they s- use, they just had two ships out there, and yeah, because um, they have they have parachutes oh, they built just in. Recovered it, yeah. So I guess what whatever they have now for those fairings, they're okay to yeah. be a, a short time in the ocean. They they can get wet. Yes. Looks like they can Jeez. get yeah they can get salt water wet now for a short period of time and still be reusable because he said he's going to use the fairings on oh, what did he say he was going to use the fairings on hold on that's another article over here da, da, da. Uh, plans to reuse so... them this year on an operational Starlink launch Starlink is Tesla's uh, internet satellite thingy yep that is just so incredible yeah, what was the name of the ships. Trying to find here on our article if there is one listed or not. That's a lot of scoring on the side boosters. I guess somebody just comes at it with a, <laughs> probably like a power washer or something. <laughs> or I yeah, or, maybe or the panels like are removable. Brush. God, it's still just. Sorry, I'm watching now the uh, the replay of the side boosters landing. Yeah, I'm staring at this picture of all three cores. So the was it? It's nine engines per core, isn't it? Yeah, it's twenty seven. Twenty seven engines. I do have to say, SpaceX has got some good photos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, that's that's it for Musk? Uh, I do believe so. What was the mission? What um, they launch- Arabsat 6A, I think. So, um, yeah. Sounds thrilling. I think space-based internet for Arab stuff, or is it uh, TV as well? Arabsat 6A mission. Yeah, just communications in general for Middle Eastern countries. Okay. Gaming news. Gaming news? No. Internet news. Internet news. Since we're talking about communications, we yes. may as well go back to the federal community DC. Uh, and Mr. Ajit Pai, sorry, Chairman Ajit Pai, who uh, <laughs> I saw an article the other day that referred to him as an Obama-era commissioner. Oh. In theory, yes. Which isn't incorrect, but also is incorrect. Because he was first appointed by Barack Obama, but under the requirement that you have an equal, uh, a nearly equal number of Republicans to Democrats. Yes. So calling him an Obama-era pick, he was the Republican pick. It's one of the things where the Republicans were not going to approve... Jenikowski, Any I think. sort of moderation. I think it was Jenikowski that they, you know, the, the Republicans were not going to approve her appointment if the, you know, Democrats would not approve Ajit Pai. Right. So, H.R. 1644, the Save the Internet Act of 2019, mm-hmm. has passed the House. And that is as far as it will go. Yep. 
I'm not even, I'm, I'm Googling it right now, but I guess anything, Mitch McConnell is not going to bring it to the floor. Mitch McConnell, so when I, when I sent this to Andy, Andy sent back a text, say, like, like, hey, House is going to vote on this, like, later this week, and Andy said, and it, will it be DOA on the Senate? Mitch McConnell's words were dead on arrival. Yeah, nope, that's a... <laughs> he's, he's not going to put it to the floor. Nope. Because, like, there's a chance it might actually pass. Oh my god, imagine that something that the the American people want would be passed. How absolutely broken is our government? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading an article about him and I'm it's basically everybody's like, <laughs> you know, there's a bunch of bills from the house that are just basically piling up on your doorstep and you're doing nothing about them. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he doesn't want to do anything about them because mm-hmm. that would mean losing face. He also won't say whether Herman Cain Trump's pick for the Federal Reserve Post will come up for a floorboard because four Senate Republicans have already said they're inclined to oppose Kane, so therefore he won't have enough votes to get approved, so then he just won't even get a vote. You Becky, 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 stand, stand. Oh, jeez. Yep. <sighs> so, write your senator, H.R. 60, what is it, 1644. The, there is a Senate equivalent version. Um, I have to find it again. If you go to congress.gov... You can find H.R. 1644, related bills in the Senate. It has been read to the Senate. Uh, Senate 682, Senate Bill 682 has been read twice and referred to the Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation, and it will not go anywhere. Uh, You know what he's focusing on? What is he focusing on? Do I want to know what he's focused? Oh, there's a CBO cost estimate. Mitch McConnell Hang is on. focusing. All right. I want to. I want to read through the CBO cost estimate real quick because I'm curious. Ah, cost estimate. Nothing. No significant adjustment. So I'm sorry. You were saying something. Uh, Mitch McConnell was asked, you know, what his plan was after coming back from the two week Easter recess, and he says he he was noting a backlog of 53 district court nominees. Yep. Yeah. Which is not great. From our perspective, nope he 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 played this perfectly. He he took a bet, and his bet paid off. What what bet did he take? Back when Obama was in charge, and they had just oh. gotten the Senate back in what twenty fourteen. Yeah. yeah, he slowed down judicial nominees. Yeah, to a crawl. Yeah. So then, therefore, the Democrats, in order to get anybody through, basically put in put moderates. In the, yeah, the nuclear option, saying that they only needed you know fifty one votes. In order to get yep. anybody approved, and then that was that whole thing with um, was it Justice Scalia passing away? And then yes, yeah, yep, yeah, he played a long he played a long bet, and it paid off for him. And now he's he's going to drive the country back thirty years for another forty. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang on, I have a visitor for something. Yes, Lazarus. Ah, uh, uh, pardon me, one moment, please. Hey, come here, sit, shake, Laz. Speak and silence. <laughs> Speak. Oh, come on. Speak. Good boy. Free. Sorry about that. He's waiting for his breakfast. Ah. Okay. Uh, we were talking about the, the Supreme Court. Yes. <laughs> um, other uh, politics news. Yeah. Um, so uh, somebody went out to the Foxconn buildings out in Wisconsin where you're at. And basically um, sat and watched them. The Foxconn buildings? Yes. And what did they see? Um, nothing. What, what, do you, what do you mean nothing? Like, they saw people going to work, right? Um, 
Uh, like see, I had those, those way buildings to are operational. Uh, there were often five to ten of them in the cafeteria. And the, basically the guy sat outside the buildings and waited and waited and really didn't see anybody. He said most of the buildings out there on their Foxconn campus are empty. Um, why, why does Foxconn have empty buildings? Because they were given money to build the buildings. So they did. And, um, yeah, <clears throat> not much is going on out there. Um, they, they did purchase a building in downtown Madison this week. Yes. The Foxconn Place Madison, which um, they did not announce how much they paid for the building, how many floors of the building it would occupy, or how many people would work there, or what those people would be doing. So there was a big article saying, hey, um, nothing's really going on, you guys. And then they turn around and say, oh, but we just bought this other building. Um, hmm. The fuck? <laughs> so, like, what are they doing? <clears throat> I love this. When I called the architect at the head of the firm who was, you know, working on that building um, and told him I was working on a story about Foxconn, he promptly hung up and has not returned any phone calls since. Whoa. (laughs) I we got taken for such a ride. We got taken for such a ride. Holy crap. Public records show that a renovation permit has been taken out for the new space, but multiple sources involved with the Innovation Center process says no one working on the project has a contract and no one has been paid. I have a feeling that this, you know, this new building is just down the road from the Capitol building. It is not even down the road. It is literally across the street. Oh, it's across the street? Well, the the Capitol building is the center of yeah, the yeah. square. Yeah, yeah. Right. So there's there's four streets that are across the street from the Capitol building. Okay. And I'm pretty sure the one they, they bought is on the Capitol Square. Yeah, sits directly across the street from the Capitol building. I have a feeling this is just a, well, we can spend a couple, you know, thousand dollars, or probably a hundred thousand dollars for them, which is, a, you know, a fraction of what Foxconn actually makes, just yeah. as a showing of... You know, everybody on the Capitol who was wondering, is Foxconn actually doing anything can just look out their window and like, see oh, nothing happening. Well, there's a there's a debris chute out there. There is a dumpster, I guess, over by it. I don't know. You could actually go out and check this yourself if you wanted to. Yeah, like I could walk over. Well, not walk over, but I know the building. I could go downtown and see it. But like, so what that there's a, a chute outside of it? If it's going to end up like these buildings that have literally nothing going on. Yes, but something is ha- they're they're working on it. That's a th- it's I feel like this is a misdirection of you know oh well, no we're working on things we're working on things see I think right, this up, is a right outside right outside the Capitol we're working on something we're working. No, don't I feel worry like this is more it. of a threat of like don't forget we're here. You let us in, and now we're here. You see, I'm seeing it more more of a you know <clears throat> just of. <clears throat> Just of, you know, hey, you know, this is, if anybody asks what's going on, we can point to them and say, oh, yeah, yeah, we're still, we're still here. We're still doing things. Don't worry about it. Don't just keep, just keep paying us. We got it. We got it. We're Don't worry. Set. We're doing things. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. You ready for a totally different type of topic? Um, okay. What is the style of gameplay that has been perhaps the most popular in the last two years? <sighs> Battle Royale. What is the general outline of a battle royale game? Uh, the Hunger Games, basically. Yep. King so you of get the, dropped. King of the Hill. You get dropped on an island. Yep. And there's equipment all around. Mm-hmm. You find the equipment. You kill other players. And the battle royale. The thing that makes it work is the ever shrinking arena. Right. Yes. 
How would you like to do that in real life? <sighs> Not actually killing people. No, I'm guessing like paintball or laser tag sort of thing. Airsoft. Airsoft. All right, that works too. Yeah. How how fun would it be to drop on an island and have to survive and and take care of yourself and people with airsoft guns? It could be interesting. How much do you think it would cost? Oh, to to create this whole thing? Probably millions. Right. So, a millionaire... Oh no, don't tell me we're doing the most dangerous game. Well, with Airsoft, but yeah. Uh, (laughs) A millionaire posted a, a job posting request on a website that I didn't know existed, and now I'm really sad... Uh, It's called HushHush.com, which is an online store for millionaires and billionaires. But wait, Dave, how do you know it's for millionaires and billionaires? Well, if you go to the properties for sale section, you see things like private islands and chateaus at $62 million. Here's a private mansion for $39.9 million. You want to buy a plane? I. You can buy several planes. You can buy a helicopter. You can buy a Boeing business jet for 62.5 uh, million euros. The home decor is slightly more affordable at $37,000. <laughs> slightly more affordable. <clears throat> buy yourself a hover bike. You can buy a bottle of oxygen from Mount Everest or a two million pound, like British pound, Rubik's Cube. The stickers aren't stickers. I'm pretty sure those are like garnets and emeralds. Probably. You can buy an ordinary Rubik's Cube for three bucks. If you're a diehard and flaunt a fat wallet, consider investing $1.5 million into this masterpiece Rubik's Cube. 185 carats of emeralds, amethyst, rubies inscribed on the side. Expert diamond cutter crafted this masterpiece, etc., etc. Wow. So anyway, he posted a, a job request for uh, an event organizer to design a Battle Royale-inspired arena for a last-person-standing contest, paying 1,500 great, uh, great British pounds per day with an expected six-week project duration. That is 63,000 pounds. Hmm. Which, let's just do a little conversion... Comes out to be approximately 83,000 U.S. dollars. So, for six weeks of your time and $83,000, you can put together... I actually have a friend I should probably send this to. George, what are you up to? (laughs) Huh. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm just dumbfounded. If you had a chance to play, would you play? Yes. Unless I had to spend money for it. Yeah, no. If I had to spend money, no. But like, if I if I got a chance to play, would I play? Absolutely, of course I would. Wouldn't you? Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no. This is this is like real life Hunger Games. Then <clears throat> this is crazy, hilarious. Yeah. Well, but again, it's it's not to like actually kill people. No. But uh, speaking of battle royale games, Nepal, the country of Nepal, yes, has banned PUBG. Why? Because it is addictive to children and teenagers, as well as violent in a way that negatively affects them. Huh. Interesting. Four cities in India, I think we talked about this, temporarily banned the mobile version of the game. And there's calls for a national ban in India after a teenager committed suicide earlier this month after fighting with his parents over how much time he was spending on the game. Hmm. 
So they want to, well, they didn't, they don't want, they did ban it, which I'm not entirely sure how they're going to enforce that. Um, well, you have to connect to the PUBG servers, right? Or can private servers be hosted? I don't know. I'm not a PUBG person, so I don't know. I haven't played PUBG or any of the Battle Royales. Yet you think you'd do great in a real life Battle Royale. I didn't say I'd do great. I said I want to do it. I go back and listen. I never, ever said I would, would do, do good. great. You just wanted to play it. I just wanted to play. You didn't ask. Do you think you'd do well? Nah. All right. You said, would you want to do this? And I said, yes. Yes, I would want to go in and do this. That sounds really fun. I asked you if you wanted to, and you said yes. Have you played PUBG? No. No, I have not. Have you played any of the Battle Royales? No. So what the hell, man? I'm a Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's your my I would take yeah. my Boy Scout and my laser tag experience and try and mash them together. OK, you you do that. Yeah. Heck, See how I, that turns out. Oh, I think I got rid of all my camo. So I don't know if I have any of that left. That's fine. There should be clothing like scattered around. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Isn't isn't that the whole thing is like all the stuff you need is there. Supposedly. Yeah. All right. Any other topics you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I could spend the rest of the episode just going through hushhush.com because <laughs> it's, it's just hilariously um, like somebody, of- somebody at Microsoft weighed in on uh, Stadia or Stadia or whatever it's called. Okay. Oh, that's what your topic. I thought like for a moment, like Xbox would be on Stadia. No, um, but uh, Xbox chief marketing officer, Mike Nichols said that, you know, the technology is impressive. Emerging competitors like Google have a cloud infrastructure, a community with YouTube. They just don't have the content. Yet. That is true, yet. I mean, they had, they tested it with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Right. So they've got Ubisoft, it seems. Well, I mean, they partnered with Ubisoft, and whether or not they had to pay for the partnership, or Ubisoft was like, we're willing to try this. Because, like... Wouldn't that get rid of Uplay? Probably. Or you still had to have a Uplay account, right? Yes, no, you still had to have a Uplay account because you had to connect it to uh, to yeah. use the tokens. <clears throat> yeah, I am I mean, this is, take this with a grain of, of like, bias salt because who's the person saying this, right? This is Xbox's chief what officer? Chief marketing officer. Okay, so what's his job? to market and promote the xbox system okay so can we just keep that in mind as we talk about his statements about competitors mm-hmm. i mean what's he going to do come out and say like yeah they're gonna be great like holy crap i can't wait to go home and buy it <laughs> that's how you get fired as a chief marketing officer yes. You won't necessarily need a device over time, but you'll get the best experience with local processing power available on a console or a computer. Will you? Um, I can tell you that I won't with my current local computer. Because I, I can tell you, I played this on this laptop that's sitting in front of me. And it was good? It was good. I tried the Can I Run This for Ubisoft Odyssey, and my the laptop was no. I tried the can I run this and my laptop shut down. <laughs> I take that answer to mean no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm take that with a grain of salt. I mean, the fact that he's saying it has the the cloud power behind it like that's a huge statement. If all they're missing is content, that's that can be replaced. Yes, content, content can be filled in. 
Google has enough money to buy content. That's, you know, that's, yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah. The problem is the network, the infrastructure. Problem is I don't have fiber yet. I'm very sad at this. I'm fairly upset. Uh, that's what I wanted to hit. You have anything else? Uh, Amazon's teaming up with police departments to try and cut down on porch pirates. That's pretty cool. It's a such a minor crime, like in the grand scheme of things. Yes, in the grand I, scheme I can of things, understand why don't do anything about it. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just pulled up my system requirements for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I'm looking at the minimum requirements. Dedicated video RAM of two gigs. I have 96 megabytes. Do you have a video card in there? No, I just have the internal. I just have the onboard video. Okay, that's that's not a lot. No, Intel HD graphics four thousand. Yeah, that's that's not enough. Yeah, but like I said, I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey perfectly fine over the stream there because all it was doing was basically just streaming 1080p content, which my thing can handle without you know blinking an eye. But was it like glitchy? Was it was it stuttering? Was it? I I had <clears throat> I had like I think two glitches. I had two times where it glitched out on me. And that was basically because I have a problem with my network card on this laptop. Okay. So I have a feeling that it, rather than it glitching out here, it was just the fact that I lost my Wi-Fi connection. <clears throat> or I was switching from network to Wi-Fi, one of the two. God, yeah, no. It's, it's like, is this going to work? No, it will not work. No, don't even... No. <laughs> don't even try. Don't it's, even try. They don't have content. Nope, nope. Nothing. Nope. 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 Yeah. It, it'll probably work fine. Right. So then should we hit the randoms? Because I think I'm out of stuff. Okay. It yeah. is my review. Yes, it is your review. And I made a really good call last week when I, I sat down to record with Andy, where I said, Andy, next week, remind me about this. Because sure enough, when it came time to do the review and, and talk about it this week, and he said, hey, it's your review. And I'm like, shit, what did I want to review? And he's like, you wanted to review this. And I'm like, thank you. Yay. I would like to review blinds.com. Okay. Blinds.com. What do you think they sell, Andy? I'm guessing they sell window blinds. They do sell window blinds. Hey, look at they that. They sell a lot of window blinds of a lot of different types. So... We Blinds, have a house. shades, verticals, draperies, shutters. Yep, yep. If it is a thing that goes in your window to cut down on light or provide privacy, they have it. Shutters, plantation shutters, specialty products. They even make skylight shades. Ooh. What the heck is a cornice? Cornices. Yeah, what is a cornice? Arches. Ooh, they make shades for arches. Oh, cornices are the things that go on top of the blinds, right? I, I guess. They do shades for doors. They do just blinds all over the place, man. Like, blinds for days. There's blinds all the way down. Um, <laughs> it's actually really cool. Uh, I, I use the site. I'm pretty happy with the site. Navigating the site is not great. Like, I, I don't know that if I go to all products and I'm like, I need new blinds. I'm like, wood blinds, faux wood blinds, mini blinds, vertical blinds, vinyl blinds, fabric blinds. I guess I want, I, I don't know. What's the difference between a blind and a shade? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, like, what, what are blinds versus shades? This is blinds.com. Blinds are the ones that have, like, in them, shades are just, like, a continuous piece of, of fa okay, so I want shades. 
Uh, and then I've got like, okay, what's a bamboo? Sh- what the heck is a Roman shade versus a bamboo shade? Oh, friggin' what the <laughs> hell? Um, so there's a lot of choices. It's not great. But once you come in with your measurements, you just say like, I need this wide and this tall. And they make it. They, they custom make it. You pick the style. You pick the shade. You pick the color. You can request a sample. They will, they will send you a sample kit of, of different colors that you can select. So you can say, like, I need to do a color comparison. I want to know what this looks like versus this. Um, they offer it in blackout shades, which really cut down the light. Uh, they offer it in, like, small, different different levels of honeycomb for the size of the shades. And it's it's a pretty easy site to navigate. Well, no, not, the site navigating is hard, but it's a pretty easy process to navigate once you've gotten through the site. Once you actually know what you want to buy. Yeah, it's super easy to buy exactly that. They ship it relatively quickly. It gets to your place. Uh, and then installing them was, like, not at all a problem. I was actually kind of scared of installing them. Like, oh, my God, I have to put up blinds? How the hell do I do You just... It's not hard. It is yeah, so I, not hard. I, I it put is up uh, mini blinds on our yeah. um, uh, kitchen door because there were no blinds on that door. Yep. Did you get them from blinds.com? Uh, no, we got them from Home Depot. Ah. Yeah. I'm, now I'm sitting here comparing prices. A 24 by 36 inch mini <laughs> blind. By so 36. one thing to be aware of is the site does have like sales all the time in time like i don't think i've ever gone to so if you go to the main site right now it's like spring black friday up to 45 percent off ends tomorrow in three days there will be another sale and that sale may only be like 25 percent off or 30 percent. so it it changes like every week so you have to you you have to check you have to be careful yeah i'm looking at a (laughs) a 24 by 36 inch mini blind 21 dollars right now save 15 (coughs) percent I can get a white one-inch cordless vinyl blind at Home Depot for six dollars and twenty-five cents. Okay, <laughs> so that sounds pretty cheap. Yeah, it it is cheap. We've already broken one of the. Well, Isaac yep. broke one of the blinds, but oh no, for six dollars. Yeah, as opposed to this, which is a little more expensive. Yes, but it's a one-inch white mini blind. I do not have the options, especially if you know if you had a custom window. Mm-hmm. Being able to get a blind to actually fit it rather than yeah, and like so, my windows in the house, like downstairs, uh, I have a I have a bay of three windows, and the middle one is bigger than the ones on the side. All right, here we go. Custom twenty four by thirty six <laughs> inch at Home Depot twenty eight twenty five. Twenty one twenty four. Yeah, so cheaper. And order. here you have lots of color choices. Yes, you have thirty color choices here, and you can customize things like the um, uh, is it an inside mount versus an outside mount? How do you want to lift it? How do you want to tilt it? <laughs> yeah, a lot of choices on on the site. So yeah, so for just you know, <clears throat> if you have a standard window blind, then maybe not. But if you want custom, if you want Yep. You want this to be your blind. Then do the site. Absolutely. Or curtain. I see or curtains on here shade. as well. Or shades. Yep. Or draperies. <laughs> or outdoor shades. What the heck? What the heck are outdoor shades? Probably shades that are weatherproof. Oh, for <laughs> like a like an outdoor patio. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. You can put shades on those windows that you have at the cabin so that you don't have the shutters that like hit your head when you're sitting on the couch. Oh, when the windows are open? Yeah. 
Yeah, the windows in that cabin are going to be interesting because those are custom made. Yep, just need to measure them. Yep. So blinds.com. All right. Yeah, I'm probably going to go and order a few more. Okay, so shall we hit the uh, random topic? Sure. Random topic rolled ahead of time. Which spelling of dwarves slash dwarves do you prefer? <laughs> Which, um, I guess there are two spelling of dwarves. So yep, there is there's the dwarves and dwarfs. Dwarfs? So dwarfs, dwarfs. and dwarves? Okay. Dwarfs and dwarves. So D-W-A-R-F-S, dwarfs, and dwarves are D-W-A-R-V-E-S. Uh, it is listed as dwarfs being Disney and dwarves being Tolkien. So I, I definitely go, I think we can agree the singular is dwarf. Yes. Right, not dwarf. Yes. So Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is your Disney, and your to- Tolkien dwarves are with the V. Okay, yeah, so Tolkien, I'm looking at here, and it's dwarves, D-R-A-W-V-E-S. So yeah, so it's a question of Disney versus Tolkien. Versus Tolkien. Uh, I mean, yeah, right, like... I'm looking, okay, I'm looking at it, and I honestly, I don't know if it's because I've read more of the Lord of the Rings series, but I, when I honestly saw that, I, I'm looking at the Disney spelling, and I'm like, this is wrong. Even though that is the accepted and more general spelling. Yes, it just looks wrong. Like, so I didn't even... It, I, 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 had to, I, had to, I had to look up the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves because I thought it, this was not right. I was like, no, that can't be right. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, no, it's gotta be with a V. It's gotta be with a V. I thought it was with a V. Did you did you also look at elf versus elves? Really? That's also yeah. It's the same thing. Oh, Tolkien is the one who spelled it elves. Well, yes, because it's got to be elves. If it's El- dwarfs or dwarves, <laughs> elves is a popular spelling, but it used to be elves before Tolkien Tolkien got his grubby mitts on them. Yeah, like it's the same idea. It is it is elves and dwarves, but only in like fantasy literature and only in stuff that's based on Tolkien. He chose dwarves as a way of distancing his creation from sillier tales. He did not want readers to think of children's stories of little people. Yep, but I'm I'm kind of with him on that. Yeah, no, I... I think I much prefer his... I'm looking at elves, and I see elves. Yeah, not elves, no. Sorry, but no. And then I'm looking at dwarves, and I just... It's just so wrong. So wrong. Yep. Ugh, so wrong. But the singular should still be spelled with an F. Yes. Yes. But the adjective, right, that something is dwarven or elfin, it should be elvin, not elfin, right? Yeah. No, elfin just... Bleh. Nope. Just nope. I'm sorry, but I, I'm leaning towards the, the... It just... It just... look In my mind, it just looks right. Yep. With the V. Although Laura's, Laura is commenting that the singular being elf and dwarf, that when you describe a person as elfin... I, I don't know. I still think that's that's Elvin personally. Sorry, I'm 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 a I'm a V camp camp V. Yep. All yep. the way. Same. All right. Well, Go that with was the V's. <laughs> that was an easy one. Yeah, we we actually agree. Yeah. Whoa. And on that Great. bombshell. <laughs> that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast 
www.thepowerofpositivity.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.